Welcome to In the Field Radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio. I'm Aaron Boogie here with Miss Lady D. What's going on? So like when we were in lockdown, I had ordered an Ikea bookshelf. It came like in June of last year. And I've been asking Ty since June of last year to put it together. So it's still not together. No, it's in a box. I passed by it the other day and I was like, what the is this box over here? And then I was like, oh yeah, my bookshelf. LeBron is out, definitely. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like people like get so upset when anything happens to LeBron. It's so funny to me. Yeah, but this is a pretty bad injury. Yeah, it's a ankle sprain. And they said he's out indefinitely. So they don't have a timetable for when he'll be back, which I guess like for a team that already has other injured players, like that's probably a scary prospect. And then I wrote down Kylie Jenner because she had asked her fans to donate to someone's GoFundMe and they were basically like you should just donate the whole thing but then they said that like at the time that it was like her former makeup artist and at the time that she donated because she made a $5,000 donation at the time that she donated it pushed it up over the original goal and then mad more people donated so now it's at like 97000 for what? her ex-makeup artist got into a bad car accident and required like brain surgeries so they said that because his uh medical bills are going to be huge that uh they wanted to start a fundraiser for him and so of course kylie posted it like not only did she make a donation but she posted it and then people started walling out saying that she's a billionaire and that she should just pay for his surgeries oh my god i'm watching a video where like it's staged so some guy is dressed as a security guard and then Mm -hmm. another guy who's also in on the prank he walks by the security guard and the security guard like beats for him with like a bludgeon oh my god so then but he's in on the prank so then the people walking behind him that like do not have masks on you just see them like frantically trying to get their mask out of their pocket and put it on oh my god i'm about to order new masks for when we go to disney because it's gonna be hot down there and i'm not trying to wear no sweaty stinky mask multiple times yeah, no. You gotta have different ones that go with your outfit. I know. That's what I'm aiming for. My friend literally had, uh, like, the red plaid mask and then had, like, red plaid sweater. And yes. had these cute red plaid boots. And I was like, one, you're starting to dress like an auntie, but okay. <laughs> but it was really cute. Yo, I'm starting to dress like a grandma. I'm 37. It's, like, time for me to wear, like, a muumuu and, like, a nightgown all day. <laughs> all day <laughs> like 24 hours a day like i could just get into bed in my in my regular wear oh my god that's gonna be so fun like, <laughs> yo but that's when you like that's like right around the time you start yelling at the kids to get off your lawn and sh- right like i feel like i just want to do things like that to the max like just because i can <laughs> <laughs> like just to be funny yeah like people think i'm crazy and i'm like literally just amusing myself I remember one time this lady yelled at us to get off her gra- grass and we were on her grass. So I was like, wow, confused. And then I was like, like, does she, is she blind? Like what's happening? <laughs> she was probably just trying to make herself laugh. She was definitely like old and miserable. Welcome back to In the Field Radio. I'm Erin Boogie. I'm here with Miss Lady D. What's going on? And we have Lady Boss all the way from Philly. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, so how have you been doing during the pandemic? Oh, man, just trying to stay safe and, um, you know, just try to sanitize and keep my mask on and everything, you know, crack the social distancing. It's been terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, for those that don't know, who is Lady Boss? Uh, basically, um, um, female rapper come out of Philly, you know, with some of the hardest, grimiest, some of the uh, slickest, dopest rhymes, you know, storytelling, you know, hard hitting, giving the people everything that I got wholeheartedly, 100%. What was it like growing up in North Philly? North Philly, oh, man, um, always been a struggle, always been a struggle and still a struggle. Um, you know, it's just like rough times. Everybody goes through rough times, but I take the good, the bad, and I just live life. <clears throat> what was the household like growing up? Um, I, you know, I wasn't built, I wasn't born with a, a silver spoon, but, you know, it wasn't always peaches and creamy, but, you know, you get the good days and you get the bad days, but overall, it's always been good, like, no complaint. I, I would never complain about nothing. And you got into hip hop like really young. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So who influenced you? Who was playing that music around you? And what were oh, they playing? Oh, um, I'm Usher, I'm the Brad, Ella Cool J. Like they, they told stories. Queen Latifah, you know what I'm saying? Tupac Shakur just told stories. And I always just wanted to uh, make music and tell a story. Biggie small, people like that. And who was playing that around you? Uh, I was playing it. Usher. You were? You know, yeah, like the college shows in school, um, elementary school, doing the, um, some of the things he used to do coming out of his shoes. I think it's uh, I think it's one of the songs, um, You Make Me Want to Lead a One I'm With. Yeah. I used to do that whole thing. I used to react that whole thing on stage and the college shows. It was crazy, bananas. So oh, it's been a lot of dancing when you perform. Yeah. And so you completed your first song at 10 years old and you were in the studio recording by 13? Yeah, like the demo tapes, the little cassette tapes. You remember them cassette tapes? I actually That's had those on the karaoke machine, just like with the microphone recording myself and then playing a beat and and just getting into it that way. It just y'all take me back right now, like it brings back so many memories. What are some of those memories? Oh, the cassette tapes, uh, the, the big shades and the glasses and sometimes the big pants and just like them the, them the good old days. Yeah. Like I was just talking about that yesterday. I was watching yeah. like a Smith and Wesson video and it's just that like you said, like that grimy, gritty Mm-hmm. It that we just don't have anymore but you, right. you you've brought that sound into the 2020s yeah a, I don't know no other way <laughs> <laughs> you know you can definitely tell you were influenced by that era right good good coming from that era good so good coming from that era and talk a little bit about, so you sold over 2,000 physical copies of your first mixtape, Real Boss Talk. And yeah. artists don't do that kind of stuff anymore. It's, it, and it's crazy because I want to go back to that. But we can't because we're in a digital era. Like the CDs, you know, like pressing them up and just passing them out. I was really doing that. And I want to do it to this day. Do you still press anything physically or just all digital? 
Um, I still like, if I want to make me a slow dance CD or a hip-hop CD, I'll still do it. Get on the laptop and, and put some music together and do my own playlist. Can't forget where I come from. How has it been adapting from that era of pressing physical copies and then transitioning into the streaming era? Um, I'm, I think I'm adapting very well. I thank God for that because, like, everything is digital now. Like, every, everything, the phone, the tablet, it's just digital. You got to be computer smart some type of way. got to adapt. It's almost like you have to be an expert-level hacker to be in the music industry. Geek or something like a So, like a geek squad. You know what I And so let's talk about the single change. Was that born out of the pandemic and like the Black Lives Matter movement and surrounding that? Um, yeah, I always wanted to like touch on topics like that. Um, um, change is basically a spinoff from Dope, which is on an EP, a street reflection, which is out now on all digital platforms. Um, change is basically a spinoff from Dope. You know what I'm saying? What inspired that record? Um, dope expired it because I knew once you come out with dope, do our people equally. Um, that's the acronym, D O P E. Um, it's basically um a spinoff from that, like change because we all we need, we need to change, like put it in the music. Okay, so who would your dream collab be? Mm, I wish Tupac was around. Right now, I would have to say Drake, Rhapsody. Um, I mean, my anybody that makes up music, I want to. I want to just make like a, a a nice song, a nice hot record, and just let it go. You know what I'm saying? Who are some producers you'd like to work with? Hmm. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. I want to work with Dre. Um. I don't know too many producers right now, but like, if I had to, I would work with Dr. Trey, Kanye West, you know, um, Pharrell. Yeah, somebody that could make some, some type of beat. Yeah. Shout out to Kanye West for being the richest black man in America now at $6.6 $6 billion. Right, I just read about that. Yeah. yeah. Unimaginable type money. Mm hmm. What are some things you need in the studio to create a vibe? Um, just my space, my own personality. Um, I don't really need nobody around me. I just want to go in the studio and just record some alone time and just do me. What are some goals you have for yourself in 2021? Um, to get my numbers up, like get my streams up and um, just keep putting out good music people can relate to um, gravitating on the, the audience that I need to gravitate to and I, I'm pretty sure they're taking to me very well right now with this EP out right now as long as I keep pushing it do you have any music coming out soon um right now I'm just working on an EP I'm just um, pushing that constantly um doing a lot of street street promo behind it, the marketing online and just keep hitting them online the mixtape is out. I do have a mixtape out. Um, it's called um, I Am Music, hosted by DJ Different. He's an A&R for like um, Meat Mills, you know, um, Dream Chase. He hosted my mixtape. I want to put that back. 
re-release that. So for Women's History Month, we're asking everyone, who is a woman that had a significant impact on your life? Oh, man. Um, Kamala Harris, um, uh, Michelle Obama, all the women, basically, because we're like, as women, we like me, we are strong. Like, sometimes I just sit back and think, because I got two daughters, like, we, we, we hold it down, like, unimaginable, you know what I'm saying? Like, all women, don't really matter, strong. How do you feel about the climate uh, in the music industry for women? I just feel like um we 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 doing it like um um Megan Thee Stallion she she's still making her way um Cardi B the Nicki Minaj you know you got the uh, China Blacks and stuff like that all the female rappers uh, Queen Latifah the Brat I'm just trying to get in where I fit in basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right and what can we expect next from Lady Boss. Um, just more positive music, more street music. But I can't get away from the street. But I, I do want to reach the people that needs to be reached. You know, um, like the crime rate, it, it ain't gonna stop. You know, I just want to talk to people that can really relate to me and um, that understand where I'm coming from, streetwise on street level, and just give it to them the way it needs to be gotten to them. You know what I'm saying? Just try to reach the kids and not too much cursing and stuff like that just give it to them on a positive level mm-hmm. i think that's really important mm-hmm. all right and shout out to your socials and let everybody know where they can find all your music yeah definitely um i'm on facebook at the um lady boss that's one word and then boss behind it um twitter at pa lady boss my instagram is um at 215 lady b my my email address is bookladyboss at gmail.com. Is there anything else you want to let the listeners know? Um, just um just stay close to me. Um support the music, support the um the dope record, support the um the change record, which is out um the E P a street reflection, the mixtape. But basically that E P that's out right now, my E P um a street reflection. Just keep supporting it, keep downloading it, keep streaming it, run them numbers up. The video is out on YouTube, um change. So it's um dope. Got a lot of um freestyle videos on there. Like I'm um I'm actually I'm a, I'm a wrap up another freestyle video this Sunday. I'm just gonna keep putting out music material. Just keep hitting y'all. Yes, I love it. Thank you for taking the time to sit down with us. Thank you for having me. Oh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was that Black China got another new face. What? Yes. I saw a picture of her today and I did not recognize her. She looks completely different. Yeah, like I didn't even know it was her until I read the caption that said Black China. And I was like, no way. The surgery, does that not scare you? Like, have you seen pictures when they, they have the drainage bulbs attached to them and all of this and all that is disgusting and that is just like i would not want to feel that i'm sorry i don't know if i could ever get over that to go have the surgery i like to talk about it but i don't know if i could do that i've been looking into cool sculpting which is like non-invasive like but all of that that craziness man the swelling and healing and all of that 
the other side of it is seeing like the people that have repeatedly gotten surgeries and how increasingly more terrible they look if their face isn't done in complete makeup. Yeah, and how weird they look in person. That's yeah, I don't I didn't want to single anybody out, but I don't want to get little kimmed. Yeah. But even like people like I went to this store on Main Street and I'm pretty sure that this girl had surgery. And I, it just, I, I don't know, she just looked crazy in person. Oh, no. But I know that, like, the, the body shape just looked so severely, like, not natural and weird. Like, yeah. I did not see your whole butt while I'm looking at you. Like, that's weird. Oh, from the front? Yeah, like, okay, I know we joke about that, but that's really weird looking. Oh. That that was the other thing. I, it's so funny that you bring that up because that was the other thing that I noticed about the photo that I saw of Black China was that her body just didn't. It doesn't look proportionate. The other thing is when you don't get your thighs done, but then you get the rest of the body done. So then, like you know, like your waist because they're sculpting you. A lot of times when they do those sculpting surgeries, they're like shaving your bones and stuff, which that's not normal. But oh. you know, like when they sculpt your waist and your butt and stuff, but then you leave your thighs, like you look not, it doesn't look appropriate. And then sometimes people get like too much taken out of their thighs. And then it looks like weird because like they have like those like really little thighs and then like a mad big butt. Yeah, yeah, that's what this girl had. So I don't know about that, but I would do some cold, cool, cool thing, like where they melt the fat cells off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Or like freezes them and then they die and then you just like flush it out and then you just like go to the gym and stuff. Like, I feel like that's a helping. You know, I don't think that that's plastic surgery. I think that's like a little cheating, maybe. Oh, it's definitely cheating. But I'm normally okay with some cheating, but like, I don't know. I, I, I've also seen like the horror stories that people talk about, like almost dying and ripping stitches and that sort of thing. And I don't know if I can go through that. Right. For a body. <laughs> yeah. Like it makes me want to look up the price of ellipticals. Are just shaped awfully though. I mean awfully like to them. Yeah. And then when you look at them post-surgery, like some of the comments will be like, Dad, man, you needed that. Like you Oh no, really? Yes, I've seen it. They're like, hey, no cap, but like, because there's nothing that they could have done in a gym to have gave them a shape. That's wild to me. Yeah. Like, you can't, like you said, they be shaping bones. Like, you can't shape your bones. So, like, if you're just shaped like a sack of potatoes, unfortunately, with no curves whatsoever, like, what are you going to do? Yo, I hope if I look like a sack of potatoes that no one ever tells me. <laughs> like, just let me live my life not knowing that. Thank you for tuning into In the Field Radio tonight. Make sure you check us out on all our social media at In the Field Radio. You can hit us up info at inthefieldradio.com. Make sure you send us your questions, comments, and concerns. Tell us what you don't like, what we could do better, what you do like. Tune in next week. We have Austin Fillmore out of Chicago on the show. You can find me, Aaron Boogie at Aaron Boogie on all socials. You can find me on Instagram, T-H-E-E, Lady underscore D. And thank you for chilling with those chicks on Mondays. 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio.